and welcome to the program. UFO warning. Today's topic, UFOs and earthquakes in California. That's correct. UFOs and earthquakes in California. As if it wasn't bad enough with the COVID lockdown and all of that craziness going on, the people in California have now been subjected to a swarm of earthquakes, it seems. And in response, Google, along with uh, the USG, has decided to put together a Google Earthquake app. Now, we have to ask ourselves, is this related to the recent rash of sightings of UFOs in California? Because there have been plenty, and we're going to look at a couple of those in just a minute. Now, the first article I have listed comes from the Los Angeles Times, and you can find it connected at the Twitter account, UFO Warning. You can go there by simply going to UFO Warning at Twitter, or find it at at warning sub UFO, and while you're there, you can do a follow. Now, the article starts off with the title. It says, Google adds California's earthquake early warning system to Android phones. Why wouldn't it be cool if they could add a UFO early warning system to Android phones? It says, San Francisco Google, uh, Dateline, and the article is by Ron Gong Lin, staff writer, dated August 11, 2026 a.m. Google is adding California's earthquake early warning system as part of its Android operating system for mobile phones, the company said Tuesday. The feature means that the state's earthquake early warnings will be piped into phones using the Android system without the need to download a, download a separate app. Governor Gavin Newsom welcomed the addition of the future of the feature which relies on technology managed by the US Geological Survey. That's the USGS. Quote, it's not every day that Silicon Valley looks to state government for innovation. But that's exactly what is happening today, Newsom said in a statement. This announcement means that California's world-class earthquake early warning system will be a standard function on every Android phone, giving millions precious seconds to drop, cover, and roll on when the big one hits. Now, you know, I was out to California many, many years ago after the big one hit up there near San Francisco, and uh, I can assure you that the devastation was mind-boggling. You could just see uh, overpasses had collapsed, buildings had gone down. Nothing you would ever want to be a part of. And the same thing with L.A., if you can remember that one. Uh, the devastation that one of these things causes can be amazing. Now, giving a person a minute's notice ahead of time uh, could offer some help in the right situations, but you have to think about the fact that if you're in bed asleep, like I believe both the last two hit at night, at least the one in L.A., as I remember, did. To wake up from a dead sleep, to throw on some kind of clothes and get outside in under a minute might be uh, might be tough in some of the situations those people live in. It's so congested in these areas. And, you know, heaven forbid you're on the highway under one of these overpasses. Uh, that could be that could be a bad deal. It goes on, it says, earthquake early warnings can also be accessed on Apple's iOS system and the Android system through apps such as MyShake, developed by UC Berkeley, Warning Labs, and Quakes Alert USA, and for LA County residents, Shake Alert, developed by the City of Los Angeles. Man, I don't know if I'd really want to put my life in the hands of a bureaucrat, but I suppose it's better than nothing. Earthquake early warnings are also sent by text messages using the wireless emergency alert system, which offers warnings through Amber Alert-style text messages but they can be slower than the apps. Well, if they offer warning like an Amber Alert, does that mean they wait until 20 or 30 or 40 minutes or an hour after the quake happens? Because as 
I understand that's what happens with Amber Alerts. They don't even send them out until after the child's been missing for some time. <laughs> so, I guess if it works like that, you might be in bad shape. The earthquake early warning system works on, on a simple principle. The shaking from an earthquake travels at the speed of sound through rock, slower than the speed of today's communication system. For example, it would take more than a minute for a magnitude 7.8 earthquake that started at the Salton Sea to shake Los Angeles 150 miles away, traveling along the state's longest fault, the San Andreas. Other nations, including Japan, Mexico, Taiwan, Turkey, have already have operational systems, and then it goes on and talks about them a little bit. So obviously, California does seem to be under not just a COVID alert right now, but an earthquake alert. And People have been talking some time about the big one happening. And at the same time that's going on, we're seeing more and more of these uh, UFO uh, instances. There were uh, two that I have linked on the site, two videos, okay? Um, the first video is uh, from just a couple days ago. It was in Milpitas, California, and it's about a two-minute video, I think. And there's a guy videotaping this orb, um, classic orb UF video, not a bad quality video, really concerning, really when you consider how hard it is to film these things. Now this thing looks like a white orb, and behind it, it's almost, to me, looks like a contrail coming out behind it. And, but it kind of, but a big contrail, you know, not like you would expect to come out from a, from a uh, airliner or even a military jet. But definitely an orb, definitely some kind of contrail coming out behind it. Now whether that's just you know, some type of fuel being uh, burned, or if it's just maybe the water liquefying around it, or some sort of uh, reaction with the atmosphere, I don't know. But you can see this thing just uh, flying around there, and the guy's commenting on it, saying, hey kids, come look at this. Very, uh, very interesting video, and I put a link to it there at UFO Warning, and you know, I'm surprised the video only had like 115 views on it. And I think sometimes... Uh, YouTube and Google and these search engines just bury these things. Because you'll put a search in for a UFO video and you'll get something that happened five or six years ago. You know, they just keep playing the same stuff over and over. And it's so difficult to uh, to get good quality video on this stuff and recent stuff. So I'm glad this guy's made it to the surface somehow. I came across it and, you know, you spend enough time searching these things and every so often one of these will pop up. And this one I think is a really good video. Um... Uh, if the fellow happens to be out there listening to the podcast, I know that chance is kind of rare, but we do have a lot of listeners in California. If they could, you know, send us a note to the show, or email, or Twitter, comment, whatever, that would be so cool because this is this is a, a good quality sighting. And if we had uh, the person took the time to put it on YouTube, which is awesome. And if we just had a note from that person uh, saying who they are, where exactly a Melpitas this thing was at, you know, it adds a lot to the veracity of the eyewitness account. But here we have another one of these orb UFOs, and it's right there just hanging out in this residential neighborhood, it looks like, right in the middle of this COVID pandemic, scandemic, lockdown, whatever you want to call it. And now on top of all of the stress and tension we have out there in California with these societal changes that are happening. We have earthquake swarms, and it seems like uh, the powers that be are really concerned about these earthquakes. They've gone to the uh, extent that they've developed this app, so that tells me that they really feel like there's a possibility of something big 
that's about to happen. And I had another UFO sighting on there, and this one from another doorbell cam. And you can go to the UFO warning site at Twitter and check this video out too. It's very interesting. It's this orb thing that kind of shows up in, in the early frames of the camera. It looks kind of big, but then it, the, it must be a, a matter of the camera focusing in on it because then you get a picture of it in relation to uh, the street scene, the background of the landscape. And it happens to be there just hanging out again, this orb, right as the sun's coming up. And you can see the sun kind of flash into the camera. It starts to show up, and you see this orb there uh, zigging around and disappearing. Another another uh, case of a UFO being videotaped by a door cam, just like we talked about yesterday's uh, video, I think it was, where we had this, uh, a, what appears to be uh, some type of ET or NHA caught on tape, caught on the actual doorbell camera. And, you know, more and more people are purchasing these videos, more and more of these things, or they're just, they're just everywhere. And so... You wonder how many of them just never get posted to video, never gets posted to YouTube. Because i got to tell you, it's a little bit of a pain to post this stuff to YouTube. Unless, I suppose, you're doing it all the time. I suppose it's second nature, just like making a podcast. But if you haven't done it, it can be a hassle and a real annoyance. And I think a lot of people have this stuff. And, you know, I read, I read comments all the time about people sending uh, videos, and the video never gets there. So it's an imperfect system. So when we see them, it's... I think it's important to take a look at them and analyze them and just consider the evidence that people are putting out there for us because they had to go do some work to do that. And if they're only getting 100 or 200 views, it's pretty obvious they're not doing this for the money. It's something that happened, and they're sharing it with the rest of us, so I think it's important to recognize that. Now, I also did find, um, I went to New Fork, and there's always a wealth of information over there, and I just wanted to look at a couple of sightings that have happened just in the last uh, few uh, days or so. Here's one from August 5th, 2020, and this is Los Angeles, Watts area, it says. It describes it as a, uh, the shape is a light, and the duration is three to five minutes. It says, white star-like objects seen in Los Angeles. Well, that doesn't give us a lot of information, but at least the person made the effort to go to the New Fork site and download the sighting, so we know something happened. 8-3-20, this happened, it looks like about 9 o'clock, maybe. 10 o'clock, Escondido, California, and it says the shape is oval and the duration 10 minutes. Now, that's consi- that's considerable when you're talking about a UFO for the duration happened for 10 minutes. It's a long time, actually. It says, I was walking my dog this evening like I've done every evening for 20 years in my neighborhood. Tonight, as we were on Politis... Oh, let me get to this. As we were on Politis... Hang on a second, I'll bring this up. I was walking my dog... This evening, like I've done every evening for 20 years in my neighborhood, tonight as we were walking on Plantanus Drive, looking directly due north, there was a red oval glowing sphere. We got lots of military aircraft flying from Camp Pendleton, heading east, so we've, so we've, so we're used to seeing all kinds of stuff, but this was just hovering with a red solid light when it would go off periodically for a second or two, then get bright red again. Looked very large in the distance, not something up close like a drone or anything. Then it just disappeared. Well, it seems as though we're talking about another drone sighting to me. Only this one happens to be uh, not a drone drone sighting, I'm sorry, another one of these orb sightings. And apparently 
a big one. You know, sometimes we do see these things that look like, uh, almost like a mothership. Now, here, I want to go back to this one here in uh, Los Angeles, Watts. It looks like it overlooks something. It says, saw a star-like object appear in the sky traveling east, then sharply change direction to the south, watched for three to five minutes, then it disappeared in the blink of an eye, got it on video. Man, if you're listening out there in Watts and you have that on video... Uh, hit me up on Twitter and see if we can get that thing milled into the show. That would be awesome. I'm telling you, so many of those things are videotaped and they're posted maybe on YouTube and they're just lost. They're just lost in this giant barrel of millions and millions of videos and then the search engine never picks them up and the stuff is just sitting out there. And once in a while, someone like me comes along who's just on the computer all the time looking for this stuff and I happen to hit one up and I'm able to share the link with people. But when we have good uh, orb sightings on video, and we're seeing maybe 20, 30, 40, 100, 120 uh, views of the video, that tells me that they are not coming up in the search engine results. And when you're talking about sharing stuff on the computer, everything depends on your listing and the search rankings. I can tell you that if I have a podcast that's that hits the right search uh, criteria, it'll have 10 or 12 times as many downloads as it would normally. That's a lot. We're talking about good-sized numbers. So if you have videos of this stuff, you know, don't feel don't feel like you can't contact me. Go ahead and direct message on Twitter. I, I check the messages periodically, not every day, because this is not a full-time job for me, but we can try to get some of this stuff linked up. And if you got the link where the video is already on YouTube, please, by all means, share a link with the other listeners on the Twitter account. That way we can all have a good look at it. Now I want to look at it. Just one or two more here. Here's one from Irvine, California on August 3rd. Just a couple days ago. It says, White star-like object seen in Los Angeles saw a star-like object appear in the sky traveling east then sharply changed direction to the south. Watch for three to five minutes. That's like the other one. That's definitely not a... That's definitely not a... Um, Starling satellite. Those things aren't changing direction. They're going the same way the whole time. Uh, here's one from Glendora, August 1st. Okay, this is a little longer. Maybe we'll finish up with this. It says, um, occurred 8 3 2020, and it looks like it happened at about um, almost 9 o'clock, 8.55, entered as 8 3 2020, reported at 9.54 p.m., like an hour later. Posted 8620 location, Irvine, California, shape light, duration 12 seconds. Star type object began slowly moving across the sky and then suddenly vanished. On the evening of Monday, August 3rd, 2020, my son and I stepped outside to enjoy a glorious full moon rising above the trees down our street. At 8.55 p.m., the skies were clear and the temperature was around 70 degrees. My son noticed what appeared to be a star above us beginning to move across the sky in a due easterly direction. Now, the important thing here is they said it was beginning to move. So I'm assuming they saw this thing sitting there stationary, and then it moved. If it was moving the whole time, and it was going in a straight line, you could say, well, that's a satellite. But if it was just sitting there, hovering up above them, and then started to move, that's a different story. To be clear, this wasn't an airplane and didn't emit the standard FAA blinking light patterns typically associated with 
associated with a commercial aircraft. We both observed the object as it moved across the sky. I mentioned to my son that doesn't appear to be an airplane. He agreed what we both observed can best be described as an object resembling a star moving across the night sky. However, it didn't it definitely wasn't a shooting star. After approximately ten seconds the object began fading in luminosity due to its increasing distance, but as it as if it was intentionally being faded by a dimmer mechanism, it then vanished completely. Well, we do see that with these things. As they move away often, they just kind of uh, phase out. Very strange. Now, I want to do one last one here, and this is from Arbuckle, California. Let's see what it says. It says... Uh, oh, that one has, a, has some kind of a catch in it. We'll have to skip over that and go to Glendora, California. 8120. Now this uh, says UFO light source from the base of a mountain in Glendora, California zigzags, then zooms into space, curves, then sonic boom. Well, that's very interesting. It says I started recording a light that appeared to be around 34.167666. By minus 117 He's giving you the coordinates there. You can go to the website, Twitter, ufowarning.com. Just click on the New Fork link. When you go to the New Fork page, you can find this here particular uh, encounter. And this is from Glendora, California on 8-1. And you can go there and get the... Uh, coordinates that this person's putting out. They're pretty exact coordinates. I described the video, I described the video, what I saw, because it kept disappearing and reappear. After reviewing the video, I observed a flash of light zoom into space and curve around the frame. That surprised me. I then slowed the video and filtered night vision. When I did that, I saw something appear out of thin air Zoom about 45 degrees. Granted, this is out of thin air. Zoom about 45 degrees. Granted, this is slow motion. Then turn 180 degrees. The 45 degrees again. And then zoom into space, leaving a trail of light. And curve into space. Then a friend of mine noticed on the original video at frame 29 and 30, you, you hear a sonic boom then the orb or light disappears from the top of the ridge. Granted, the life, granted the light beam had already disappeared into space at frame 24, then the boom around 29 and the orb disappears. I have the video and everyone is shocked what we saw. Well, let me just say this. If you happen to be listening in Glendora, send me a link to that video. I would love to look at it. I would love to hear from you. Email me at UFO Warning channel at gmail.com or you can go through the Anchor website and contact me that way. These are, uh, obviously what's going on here is we have a lot of people that are just everyday folks and they're videotaping these things and we have a, cons- a consistent frame of what's happening and that is they're seeing these orbs. Now this orb is different because it's moving in a curved uh, motion, high speed, and then he reports hearing a sonic boom. That's really 
gets my attention because normally we don't uh, hear anything about sonic booms from these things. Maybe it's man-made military, who knows, but if it is, it's doing things that our military stuff doesn't normally do. And the fact that it's moving uh, from the ground up toward the sky tells me that it's not some kind of crash. And it's happening around the base of a mountain. And what have, we t- what have we been talking about? Earthquakes. And what do we associate with earthquakes? Mountains. The pattern you can see happening here is lots of people are taking these videos and they're posting the videos, but the videos are not making it into the mainstream. So it's why it's so important as UFO enthusiasts, UFO investigators, that we share this stuff and find a channel, whether it's mine or somebody else's, send that video in so we can all take a look at it. A lot of times you might find this stuff is easier to post on your Twitter account than on UF on, on YouTube. I see I see uh, Jason Goodman has been posting his crowdsourced truth stuff on uh, Twitter after he was erroneously kicked off of YouTube. And it's, it's important to have these different channels that we can use. And as we see here, New Fork's doing a great job posting these uh, witness accounts. They're not really set up for video. They're set up for written accounts, which is perfect because we get all of the basic facts of the encounter, but sometimes we also want to see that video. So I would just remind people that if you do get a video of this stuff, share it and try to share it on multiple accounts, whether it's YouTube, Twitter, you send someone like me a link, whatever. Just get it out there in as many ways as possible. And if YouTube's too complicated or too much of a hassle, then use somebody else. So what we've covered today is these multiple UFO sightings have happened, a lot of them recently, right there in California, right in the middle of this big earthquake scare, right in the middle of this really uh, draconian lockdown, where people are told they can't go to church, or if they do go to church, they can't sing. They can't go to the beach, but they can have a riot. It's turned into, it's turned into complete madness. It seems like it's a teapot just starting to boil. At some point, that teapot's going to whistle. And it seems as though maybe those UFOs hear that whistle before we do. It seems like those UFOs have their own earthquake app. And maybe they're checking things out just to see what goes on here. Because, you know, as they say, as California goes, so goes the country. There's so many people out there, and it's so cutting edge on so many levels. It's important to keep an eye on what's going on out there, whether it's worth the, whether you're looking at COVID or earthquakes or UFOs. Keep your eye on California, folks. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.